Uh, today, I got this very, very special guest. Been meaning to link up with this man for a long time. It's been about two years? About two years, yeah. Jalen. What's good? What's going on, bro? <laughs> Living life, man. What you been up to? How you been, man? I've been doing good, you know. Uh, 2020 was a... Can I cuss? Yeah. 2020 was a hell of a year, yo. Yeah. It was a shit storm, for real, but yeah. you know, uh, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was it was a real learning period, you know, because spending a lot of time in the crib just yeah. thinking, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just really, I, I really found appreciation for that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, just kind of learning and growing as I was preparing to graduate, you yeah. know what I mean? And going through the pandemic while trying to graduate, yeah. everything switching online, it was hectic, but man, I'm glad I'm out, you know, so just... Finding my way now, yeah. doing this insurance thing, you know, got that going. Just looking forward to the future, man. Yeah, looking yeah. Looking forward to it. That's facts, that's facts. Yeah, yeah um, I remember one song. What? Well, Drake said, sometimes life forces us to calm down, and mm. I feel like that's that was the theme of 2020, definitely. For sure. Especially when you said that, like, For just sure. chilling in the house. So, for my listeners that don't know who you are, Go ahead and tell the people who you are and why you are such a special guest today. <laughs> uh, so for y'all who don't know, uh, I'm Jay, but my artist name is Juno, J apostrophe Uno. Uh, yeah, I just released an album titled Inner Vision. Uh, it's out on Spotify and Tidal currently. Still waiting on the rest of the services, but we'll be out there soon. Uh, yeah, just music has always been a major part of my life you know so just finally coming to a point where i'm able to take my art and use it as a as a message mm-hmm. you know what i mean like really really being in tune with with myself mm-hmm. and with everything going on around me and then using that as inspiration has just been a blessing man yeah you know it music is my therapy yeah you know? yeah my, my pen is my sword and my you know what i mean yeah so, I'm, I'm fighting with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, good. that line right there, music my therapy, that's why you special right now. <laughs> that is why you special. You are fitting into what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast. So from the sounds of it, um, this album is pretty new because mm-hmm. you're still trying to get it onto all platforms, yep. right? Yeah. Um, tell me about the inspiration behind or tell me about your journey of music and starting to you know record and things like that oh man well my journey with music actually starts back to before i could walk man okay yeah uh 
as my parents tell me, I was dancing before I could walk. You what? know, yeah, yeah. They try to get me to they you know have music playing in the crib. Mm-hmm. They try to get me to hey Jalen, come come walk over here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there bopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Grooving. Uh, my first Christmas, they got me like a toy keyboard. Uh, then another Christmas, I got like a toy violin. Fast forward years later, man, uh, fifth grade was when I first started to really dive into music. Uh, mm-hmm. I started playing the violin. Okay. I fell in love with it instantly, man. Like, just being able to really understand the fact that I'm taking some uh, notes that I see on the sheet and actually playing them, like, as a 10-year-old, you know, yeah. that's wild, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I continue that journey on throughout middle school and high school and like really started to fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as my orchestra director used to say, uh, in high school, he used to always put me on the outside so mm-hmm. that the crowd could see me. Yeah. Cause like I would be moving and feeling the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there would be times where I actually start tearing up in the middle of a piece. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite classical composition, man, is Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin, mm-hmm. man. Like when I hear that, when I hear that melody, it just still brings tears to my eyes, yeah, you know, yeah. just, just all the swells. Like I just have a, such a passion for music, you know, and that yeah. orchestra really drove that into me, you know? Mm-hmm. So throughout high school, I actually picked up a few other instruments on the side, mm-hmm. picked up the bass guitar, uh, taught myself the piano, taught myself the guitar, a uh, little bit of drums, man. Then, you know, we get to college you know, of course, I'm not in orchestra anymore, you know, uh, but I felt like something was missing. You know, I wasn't in sports anymore. I wasn't involved in music, really. Yeah. Uh, funny story is, uh, you remember uh, Amity? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amity had just, he was just fucking around on some equipment, man, and just dropped a diss track in the group chat. Yeah. Just, just, to, <laughs> just to be a troll, you know how yeah, he is, yeah. man. Uh, and I was like, you know what, shit, let me respond. Uh-huh. You know, uh, my uncle had Logic, and then I had, you know, fuck it, let me go ahead and put it on my yeah, computer and yeah. see what I can do. You know, we're just doing funny shit, but, you know, I realized, like, yo, like, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this for real. So, time goes on, say maybe my junior year, I started actually purchasing equipment. Mm-hmm. Got myself a MIDI keyboard, an interface, and some mics mm-hmm. and shit. And been making music every day ever since, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I do think I remember that. Um, I think around your junior year, I remember that's when. Was that when you put out your first beat? Um, my first. I don't think I ever really put out a beat solo. Uh-huh. The first thing I did put out was uh, actually one of the songs on the album. I put it out mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. Happy okay. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, okay Yeah, okay. I, I just threw that on SoundCloud. And yeah. I got some love, you know what uh-huh. I mean? So I was like, okay, you know, I, I might have a little something going on. Yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? So been working through that ever since, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's that's probably what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you hit on it just a little bit, um, like just talking about your journey um, with music. But I want to ask you, what what does music mean to you? Because, I mean, it just sounds like you really, really in tune with it. Like, yeah. even at a young age, yeah. so. Man, music literally is everything, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, music is a vibration. Everything is a vibration. Everything is energy. You know yeah. what I mean? We all give off vibes. The planet gives off vibes. Literally, like, air is moving around us, vibrating. Yeah. Music just 
fills that in. You know what I mean? Like it's a universal language. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have a conversation with somebody through music and not even understand them phonetically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's just the craziest thing to me. And you can communicate emotions and mm -hmm. without even using words. Mm -hmm. It's such a powerful tool. And it's like music has always been forever and always will be forever. You know, mm -hmm. that like I was watching this one, um, I don't know if you've seen the docuseries on Netflix, um, Explained. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> had a music explained episode. The way they broke it down, like it's a superpower. Yeah. The fact that the human brain is able to to find rhythms and create rhythms mm. and like understand chords and everything yeah. like it's really a superpower you know and yeah. i feel like it's something that a lot of people take for granted you know so if you got musical talent you are different yeah you know like if you enjoy music you are different mm -hmm. you know we're built different literally yeah. just because of the fact that we're able to understand comprehend and build it you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's such a powerful thing you know, it's been the cornerstone for a lot of movements and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like the music reflects the times. You know, yeah. you go back to the sixties and the civil rights movement, what were they talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, during Vietnam, you know, a lot of the you know, Woodstock and everything, man, yeah. like it's always been such a powerful tool. And I just wanna be I wanna be somebody that really tries to keep that trend going. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not not to say that all the other stuff isn't cool, you know, I I love it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's important to have just vibes and, like, just happy music, just exactly, good music, yeah. turn-up music. We all need that. Yeah, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but, like, we also got to make sure that we stay true to the roots. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, slaves were communicating mm -hmm. uh, through song. Mm -hmm. You know, follow the drinking gore. Yeah. You know, they talking about following the North Star. You know, yeah. like, just the way that we use it is so, so, so complex. Yeah. You know, so it's just really a beautiful thing. Yeah. It really is, man. And just like that, y'all, he's confirmed what I've been studying. Just how music really kind of like, especially hip-hop music, it, mm. you know, communicates these emotions, these feelings to, and makes it relatable to, you know, its listeners. Um, so I really want to get into this album. But before I get into the album, um, actually these songs on these albums, because, you know, I did. I done did my notes, I done wrote down, you know, <laughs> these albums. I was really out here, you know, like a researcher, just highlighting all that other stuff. But um, what's the, go ahead, tell me the inspiration behind the album. Ooh, man, I was going through a really rough patch. Um, You know, I've been, I've been going through a rough patch for a while now, actually. Um, So I had my first experience with depression at 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Didn't really understand what was going on. You know, mm -hmm. um, head down in the back of class, you know, just not really feeling anything, didn't feel like doing any of my work, nothing, didn't really get it. Yeah. You know, um, didn't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, that that kinda did carry on for years, you know, some problems in the family, you know, stuff going on at home, just a lot of BS, man. But mm -hmm. uh a lot of stuff that I was harboring for a long time. Yeah. And I didn't fully release it. Like, I would talk about it. You know, my mom's a therapist. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, so and I, I was a psych minor, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I've always been involved with that stuff, you know what I mean? But, like, I still didn't fully communicate everything. And it just got to a point in, I want to say it was 2018 that I actually started um, I didn't know I was working on the album. Mm -hmm. I was literally just, because I, I write poetry every now and then. Mm -hmm. I was literally just writing about my feelings. Yeah. Writing about what was going on. And um, 
you know, uh, the first song that I actually wrote was Realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it was just very vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and as time goes on, you know, I got more stuff that I wanted to write about. So I kept that train going. And then um, more recently, actually, the idea actually switched up. Mm-hmm. So the day after George Floyd was murdered, keyword murdered, mm-hmm. um, that was a very rough time for me because uh, I don't know how you feel about astrology, man, but I'm a Pisces, so mm-hmm. I feel it all. Yeah. I feel all the world's pain at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it was a dark time for real. You know, 2020 was already dark, but man. Uh, so then I was like, I, I had to make sure that I included a message for my people and talked about what was going on. So like, mm-hmm. that's why I like the first five songs, I believe, or four of the first five songs are like straight, straight, uh, civil rights driven basically you know just talking about what's going on in society and everything um and i kind of wanted i wanted it to be a very emotional project Mm -hmm. you know i wanted that's what i got too right right i wanted to be as open and vulnerable as possible talking about things that were going on with me and then transitioning into how like an example of why i was going through that like what i'm seeing in the world around me what's how that it's affecting me and then kind of so if you pay attention to the album, you notice that the mood starts to shift as it goes on. Okay. And, like, it ends on a lighter note. Yeah. Yeah, it ends, like, more on, like, a dreamy, you know what I mean? So I wanted, I wanted to do that. I wanted to go straight, just open me up. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And just pour out all my emotions, get into the mind, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with Babylon Kingdom, Live, uh, By My Side, all that then get into the soul, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, I wanted to really transition, like, to break somebody down yeah, emotionally. Yeah, Not, like, in a bad way, but mm-hmm. to get them to really process and think, mm-hmm. and then transition into hope, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, uh, that that was the overall inspiration, and I'm, I'm glad that it turned out the way that it did. Wow. Just hearing you say that, that's, uh, I don't know if you've been in therapy, but that's, that's mm-hmm. therapy, like, I have, you yeah. know, like, you Plenty. gotta get through that muddy shit yep. and then you see the light at the end yeah yeah so yeah definitely wow yeah okay let's get into these songs man right. <laughs> <laughs> um so the first song on the track and i'm glad you actually um told me that, that that's how the you wanted it you mm-hmm. patterned it to be because uh boy that first song was a lot mm-hmm. it was it was loaded dog right so uh, I want to start off by what's the inspiration for the Tupac intro? Oh, so I actually found the beat on YouTube mm-hmm. and included that, you know? Okay. Uh, and, like, that's the vibe that I got immediately. But when I purchased the lease for the song, it didn't have that. So I was like, you know, fuck that. Yeah. Um, to the I want Tupac to start my album off. Like, yeah. I, I was <laughs> like, that sounds dope. Yeah. But, like, his, his words were so powerful, yo. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm like he's really explaining exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've been at low points. I've been very suicidal mm-hmm. multiple times in my life, and for him to say, for him to say that I, I'm not suicidal anymore, I can't mm-hmm. die because yeah. God's cursed me to see the way life should be. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that is like there's a way I'm moving because like I I can't go because I got a message to send because mm-hmm. I know that there are people who've been to places that I've been. Yeah, so somebody's got to talk about it. Yeah, so why not me? 
You know what I mean? Facts, yeah. facts. And that's exactly what I got out of that. Like, okay. Like, I was, that's what, like, when I was listening to it, I was like, okay, this is interesting. And, like, just, like, his um his message that she sent, I was like, okay. um So, I think it's your chorus or... The, the hook. Or, yeah, I think it's the hook. Yeah. Or it's the opening um line. But you say, I'm alive, baby. But I ain't living. But I'm not living. I'm just existing. I'm so exhausted. I lost my vision. Mm-hmm. My indecision is driven by extra... Existentialism. Ex- okay. Mm-hmm. What What is that? All right. So, existentialism is a... It's a literary theory, um, but it's also, it's also like a philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of... It is kind of mundane. It is kind of like kind of dark in mm-hmm. a sense if you look at it that way but i look at it like a beautiful thing mm-hmm. um that nothing in a sense really matters at the mm-hmm. end of the day yeah. you know my skin tone don't matter uh somebody else's skin tone don't matter it don't matter where i'm from at the end of the day we are all beings of this planet yeah we exist on earth together you know what I mean? And, like, that's the type of society I want to see where we just understand, like, yo, we're all on this planet together. Why can't we just be Earth beings? Yeah, we gotta, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's just, like, that's just kind of, that's a part of my mindset, you know? So, like, uh, for a point, you know, a lot of people who look at existentialism, uh, you, you familiar with nihilism? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty much similar, but, like, they just, like, it's, like, very negative, I believe. Um, but, you know... The whole I'm alive, but I'm not living. That's kind of what it felt like. You know, I'm just going through the motions, you know, especially during my last few years of school, man, like Mm -hmm. going through everything that I was going through personally on top of having to try to fight through classes. You know, Mm -hmm. I changed my major three times or two or three times, man. I even changed it midway through junior year. What? Yeah, yo. So I'm taking class. I, from July 2018 all the way to December 2020, mm-hmm. literally, I was in class. What? S- summer, winter, spring, fall. I ain't get a, f- I, so like I, <laughs> I barely got a break. Yo. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through all of this, mm-hmm. and like it just didn't feel like anything was real, yo. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it was difficult, but yeah, it, it's it's tough to think about. But you know, I'm glad that I I'm glad that I got vulnerable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because. People, I wanted people to feel that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, So I think, I think this is the second verse, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And speaking of school and what you like, just how you was feeling, um, you say, "Mr. President, it's resident." This resident, yeah. Um, It's fucking sick. Mm -hmm. What have you done? We owe our prominence to Michael Vick, Mm -hmm. a superstar from the seven five, put us on this map. It's funny how you invent the future, invent the future of his fucking bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you're going through. Actually, is this this all in the same verse? Because I think I want to read this next part. Uh, no, that that what we're going through now is the second verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is just is the hook. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, the hook. So, okay, I think in this part, too, I, I guess this is all the same story, mm-hmm. basically, I want to get into. Um, and then you also say, I think, in the second verse, too. So, that was a hook. Second verse. Um, you say, and no wonder why I'm sick of school. I'm bleeding out from the mouth. You about to hit me with a finished move. Mm-hmm. Cut me open just to see my maroon. Some Somebody tell my grandpa 
I might be seeing him soon. Mm-hmm. Um, very morbid or very heavy. Mm-hmm. But in this, what are you? What are you going through? Um, it sounds like you're unhappy with school. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, walk me through this. Uh, the second verse, at least. For the listeners who do not know me, I was heavily involved in the community at Virginia Tech. Um, you know, I was very involved with the black community. I was the, you know, I was on the board for the Black Organizations Council. Then I moved up to vice president the following year. Uh, and I really saw a lot of things that I did not like. Um, seeing a lot of, like, you, you, you went through this. I remember we had a conversation, me, you, Kyle, and mm-hmm. Malik, and at Mo, Ose, all of us, man, we just had this conversation, and I didn't really understand it until I got there. You know, like, the institution is really playing all the cards. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no matter, it felt like no matter what we did, no matter how hard we tried, no matter how hard we vocalized, no matter how hard we tried to represent, at the end of the day, faculty and staff are getting kicked out. Black yeah. faculty and staff are getting kicked out, and, you know, they're leaving because they can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. So what the hell you think we going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, I literally wanted to have a meeting with President Sands. Yeah. And I was <laughs> the plan initially was to just spit that verse to him. Yeah. And see what he said. Because, <laughs> like, it, that's what it really felt like. Like, I'm bleeding out from the mouth. I'm already going through it. Like, I'm dying. Like, when you bleeding mm-hmm. out from your mouth, like, something's going on internally, yeah. yo. And then, like, the cut me open just to see my maroon. I wasn't really rocking with a lot of tech. Uh, I like that verse. I yeah. mean, I like that line, actually. I didn't mm-hmm. add it, but I did like that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I, I wasn't wearing a lot of tech gear because I was, like, I, I ain't going to lie, man. I'm, I'm going to say it on air, bro. I, I burnt a lot of my shit. Damn. Yeah, it sounds wild, but, like, that's how frustrated I was with the school as a whole. Yeah. Because I'm like, we're putting in all this work. We're doing more work than a lot of the people that are getting the credit for it. Yeah. And, you know, just the stuff that was going on was just ridiculous to me, yo. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you don't see this school spirit from me, but you want, like, giving day and everything. Like, you know, nigga, we are struggling. Yeah. You asking me for money? Mm -hmm. Like, y'all get all this money from donors and everything, you know? So it's just, like, things like that was really the inspiration for that line, yo. Because it it felt like I was at war. Mm -hmm. And it felt like I was dying out. And they just kept trying to take more from me. Yeah, you know. So, how did that? Um, how did that affect your mental? Cause I think that I forgot when we had that conversation, but I know I know the the same sentiments that you're talking about that you was going through. Mm-hmm. And there was actually a point that uh, me and Kyle, honestly, we um, you know, we was heavily involved too. But yeah. around our senior year, mm-hmm. maybe that spring semester, or something like that, we just checked out. We were just yeah. like, yo, like mm-hmm. it's only so much that we can do. So we just like, yo, fuck it. You know what I mean? So, you know, we just was like, all right, we're not going to keep on bending over backwards and try to, you know, make change. You know, we're going to do what we can do within our reach, but, mm-hmm. yo, we're done. So, like, you know, we out here partying and things like that. But for, like, your mental, because it sounds like maybe that you didn't check out just like we did. So, I did. Actually, okay. my senior year, I didn't do it because I was supposed okay. to be the president. Yeah. You know, I was like, fuck that. I'm done. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not giving anything anymore of myself i have to graduate Mm -hmm. i know that if i keep going down this route like you can ask so many like i just in heavy talks would be like i'd pull it because i was working with the uh i was working in the culture and community centers and i'd pull up to work 
stank face, mm-hmm. you know, just wearing sweat. Like, I don't really wear sweats. Yeah. You know, that's not me. Mm-hmm. If you see me wearing sweats and shit, just like like I don't care, then something is definitely wrong. He was always fly. He was always fly. Can't lie. <laughs> That's my philosophy. Yo. Like look good, feel good. If yeah. I don't look good, then ah, I probably don't yeah. feel good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, no, definitely, man. It, it, it was definitely a struggle. I definitely did check out. I definitely did check out for the sake of my own mental health. Mm-hmm. You know it wasn't easy but at least i didn't have as much pressure as i felt in years prior you know so i felt like that was a smart decision on my part yeah definitely mm-hmm. definitely um and actually while we're on this topic i had something else bro but i want to skip to this was between i mean these are my four favorite but fly mm-hmm. i really really enjoyed this song um I think you're trying to tell us a story. Yeah. And if you are, what's that story, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh overall there I'll say there's it's like two or three stories mm-hmm. mixed into it. Um the overall premise is like I before I got to college I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that supreme pure kid i was the mm-hmm. dad you know yeah like all my friend groups you know i ain't drank i ain't smoked mm-hmm. i was a virgin you know i ain't do nothing within one week of college i was all that was out the window all that was out the window <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like i got my cph from bpi mm-hmm. i certified pothead mm-hmm. you know that's when i really started and I, I was smoking too much i'm not even gonna lie mm-hmm. you know i i, I was but I, I I was using it as a crutch mm-hmm. at that point. You know, I, I was an addict. Mm-hmm. You know, I was addicted to feeling nothing because mm-hmm. I felt too much. Yeah. I, it felt like it released me. Um, So I got my CPH from VPI. I got a, I need to decompress from stress. It ain't no wonder why. You know, like, that's just the whole sentiment. And <laughs> the other few stories, you know, I, it is a love story. Mm-hmm. as well i got um, that too <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna do no name dropping or nothing like mm-hmm. that but um because I, I ain't gonna that's just wrong to me but um you know it i went through a really rough patch with uh with a couple relationships actually okay. you know it really does reference more than one relationship mm-hmm. but i kind of tie them all together because it felt like a similar um situation mm-hmm. um that and the the really heaviness uh the heaviest part was my my most violent suicide attempt man Mm -hmm. um like i said i um it was an apology you know Mm -hmm. um because i really realized that during that time i just was not myself Mm -hmm. um when i was going through that breakup and even before i was going like transitioning into that breakup you know um saying that i lost my head on the noose um, like I, I, if I, if I can be as vulnerable as possible, cause you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open about this shit, man. I don't give a fuck if anybody knows that's just mm-hmm. the way, I, that's just the way I roll. The truth will set you free, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I cut off the circulation to my head for real. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like I had tied a tie around my neck yeah. and I rolled a note and everything, you know, I wanted to 
you know, I had just my, um, it was the beginning of the semester. So my refund check had just hit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want my little brother to have it all. Yeah. You know, just so he That's can. That's rolling up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, send all my bank accounts to, to my little bro. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I wrote that down. Tied the tie around. Was, <laughs> it was on some reckless shit, man. It was actually the day of Gobbler Fest, yo. Whew. I was just stressed out. Wits, yeah. man, man. I had Gobbler Fest, and I had to work in between. I didn't mm-hmm. go to work. I, I didn't go to work because I was in the middle of trying to kill my fucking self. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's texting me like, Jay, where you go? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Yeah. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm yeah. done. You know, like, I was really at that point. Crazy thing is, I actually called my mom right after it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how comfortable I am with talking to her, to her about these things. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, she's really opened me up to the idea of just being vulnerable and communicating. So I'm I'm thankful for that relationship. But, you know, throughout the song, you know, I'm definitely referencing uh, just the grips of my, the grips that I faced with my depression mm-hmm. and my anxiety mm-hmm. and how low it really took me. But, um, yeah, that. I, I love that song. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is I one of my favorites, man. Yeah. It's one of my favorites because it's just so raw. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then speaking of, like, the just, like, you said facing, like, the grips of your, like, your depression, your, mm-hmm. I mean, anxiety. Um, you actually have in a line right here, it says, was in my feelings, had you dealing with a lost soul. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to meet you at the crossroads. You took a left because I wasn't right. I let my stress get the best of me on a lonely nights. On lonely nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of just like, you know, dealing with mental health, um, what do you have to say? Cause this line sounds like, you know, um, kind of dragging somebody with you, mm. you know, when you're fighting your own, you know, depression yeah. and yeah. you know mental health. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Of just like, I know that like dealing with depression or just mm. any, you know, psychological, um, m- mental health thing, um, you don't want to kind of like involve other people because mm-hmm. you might actually feel like what you just described in this line, but inevitably, you know, you, you know, involve your mom and probably some other people too. But yeah, yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Man, it, it, it's dangerous. Um, cause there's only so much that others can do when they're not really a professional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's something that I really had to come to grips with the fact that, you know, I really was not, right you know and you know using using said person as a crutch basically mm-hmm. you know because <laughs> um you know what fuck it uh i met her literally exactly a week after i tried to kill myself oh yeah so it, it felt like, you know, you know, I'm on my high horse. Okay. You know, and that's the third person that you was talking about mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. I'm on my high horse honeymooning, you know, I'm feeling like everything's all good, mm-hmm. but I didn't really confront the fact that, but you know, I, I didn't really deal with that. So like whole yeah. time I'm just kind of going through the motions. I'm still not really going to class. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of my work, but I'm just, just all in, all in my feelings. Like mm-hmm. that's because like I'm, I'm like, oh yo, I feel something. Yeah, I feel something. That's all I want to feel. That's mm-hmm. all I want. You know what I mean? But you know, it's very important to really have a conversation with yourself and understand that. Not to say that you're bringing other people down, because I feel like that's a bad way to put it. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to discourage anybody from being vulnerable, mm-hmm. but you have to understand, like, when you're reaching out to somebody who's going through things, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you set boundaries for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's very important because other people's problems, when they become your problems, it's just, it's just not a mix mm-hmm. that you should really be dealing with. So, like, I really had to come to grips with that and be honest with myself and realize that, you know, I was doing that. Okay. You know, um, so I definitely would encourage people to, yes, be vulnerable, but you have to really, like, seek professional help. Okay. That is very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Really. It really is. It really is. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because I think that some people think that they can get away with, you know, just unloading this onto mm-hmm. someone else and it's going to make you feel better or they'll take care of it or things like that. But they're not professional. And, like, I guess that's the slippery slope of... Because they can't make, handle it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so okay, one more line I want to touch into with, with this song is... Um, you actually mentioned it at the, I forgot, at the beginning about, like, you know, heavy smoking and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to control... I want control of my life, but these... These goddamn pharmaceuticals amplifying my strife, so I'm burning Mm -hmm. the usual. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-medicating, that's really big in Mm -hmm. hip-hop. But you kind of hit on why we do it, though, right? Mm -hmm. The crazy thing is, I was, these were my prescriptions, though, Mm -hmm. you know, and I felt like, you know they're they're good. If you you're supposed to really make sure you stay on top of them, and you're not supposed to be doing any other substances with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really ignoring my therapist and psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. But uh, even when I wasn't heavily doing anything like it, you know, there are side effects. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me personally, I just felt like it was after a certain point. I was more depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't focus any more than I could mm-hmm. without the ADHD medication. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'd be hyper-focused on the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be in the middle of doing an assignment. I see something, and I think about something, and I got to look it up. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, wait, this is an interesting idea. Then I look up something else. Yeah. Then I'm in a whole rabbit hole, and before you know it, you know, I'm still dealing with the same shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like everything's worse, so I'm just smoke. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just an end, it was an endless cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I finally, uh, I, like, I haven't taken any prescription medication for anything uh, in a very long time. And I feel like it's been very good mm-hmm. for me because I don't feel like I really need it. You mm-hmm. know, um, I wasn't, I can't say I was really professionally diagnosed. Mm-hmm. The original psychiatrist that I saw back in middle school. Yeah just told me i had adhd but you look at his record and Mm -hmm. he's been he's had his license revoked twice oh wow yeah yeah so that's (laughs) that pharmaceuticals is they're they're the biggest drug dealers you know what i mean like you got people losing their licenses because they just here take this adderall you got it you got it what you want you know yeah I i felt like at one point i could see my i i was dealing with a with a nurse practitioner who was writing my prescriptions you know, I just say, yo, I need this. Mm-hmm. Bet you got it. She was my plug. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it really felt like. You know, mm-hmm. I could just, I knew what to say yeah. to get what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just wanted the Adderall so I could hyper-focus for assignments so I could bullshit everything else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was using it wrong. So I really mm-hmm. was abusing my own shit. Yeah. So I had to really break away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel that. And I think that, um, I think that's like a, um, 
a worry in the black community is that, you know, we, we are kind of like underdiagnosed or overdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why some people might shy away from like some of these prescriptions or maybe somebody, some people might abuse it, mm-hmm. these prescriptions. Um, but now, I mean, you said that the pharmaceuticals like amp- amplify your strife. So you're like, I'm just stick to the usual, which mm-hmm. is weed. Uh huh. So <laughs> now, where where are you at with that right now? Like, I mean, just mm-hmm. battling like between pharmaceuticals, weed, and then like also you got your depression, you yeah, know, lingering yeah. in the back or the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up with that? Um, well, I'm at the point where I can, I understand more so the way that it affects my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I treat weed like a glass of wine at the end of the day. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's for that, Mm -hmm. you know, if I have nothing to do, then I might smoke, you know what I mean? But like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I've done all the work for the day, you know, I've had all my appointments and whatnot, you know, I'm just... I'm just chill. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, and it also, it, it's crazy. Like it, it's where I get the most creative juices. Mm-hmm. So it's like a constant struggle because like the whole time I'm writing that album, I'm high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm out of my mind. Yeah. Really, but like, I'm having all these ideas coming to mm-hmm. me at once. I'm hearing all these sounds in my head and I'm hearing these flows in my head and I got to get them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it was like a constant battle between, I'm smoking too much. This is hurting me, but this is helping my creativity. Not to say mm-hmm. that it's the only source of my creativity because mm-hmm. that would be just complete BS. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it just amplifies it. You know, it just sped up that process, but I use it in a more responsible sense. Like I'm not mm-hmm. the type of dude that's just going for, I don't, I, I don't fuck with blunts, man. I don't, yeah, you know, I, I really, I, I will roll up every now and then, but like, I'll take like a slight hit out of a, out mm-hmm. of a, out of a um, out of a bowl and just call it a day, you know. Like mm-hmm. I just need a little bit. And I'll yeah. Get it, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't need too much. Yeah. I really don't need too much, you know, because then I'm gonna be stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, I just look like an idiot. I hate feeling like a doofus. Yeah, you know yeah. Because like, I, I, I can't articulate nothing. I'm slow. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like ah, nah. Yeah, so just a little yeah. bit is good for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I'm hearing is a lot of um, a lot of self reflection and a lot of mm-hmm. self awareness because. You know, you can easily fall into that trap of like smoking too much or smoking your pain away. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I think what you—I don't know if that's what you intended, but what you said, I, yeah. you know, I did—I did my work. I mean, I got my work done. That's a double entendre. Like, you got your work for the day done, mm-hmm. but I mean, you also like you know, seeing therapists. You know, you uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're yeah. doing the homework on yourself of like yeah. who you are and like yeah. what this you know weed or what the um, medication do to you. So mm-hmm. you just like you know, I, I did the work. So I mean, you know, you can. Go ahead and enjoy a little, you know, a jail or a bowl or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Something, something, something <laughs> yeah. right. So, all right. So, I got to, let me see. Sandlot. Mm-hmm. I really, really like this song, too. Um, I think this was midway. I mean, yeah. still towards the. Track six. Track six. So, you know, yeah, still it's like t- right. It's, it's, it's pretty much in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you start to see things get a little lighter, but, you know, it's still heavy, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the inspiration behind this song? Oh man, uh, ooh. So it's just about nostalgia and reflection in general, you know. Um, so, like a month after I graduated high school, close friend of mine, you know, one of my one of my greatest all time friends, man. 
So we, you know, I'm I'm rolling with this run group. You know, we we're about to go take a day trip. You know, just because we can. You know, like it's summer. We are grown, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> we 18. We think we we rule the world. You know what I'm saying? We adults. Yeah. We do what the fuck we want. We ain't got to tell our parents. You know what I mean? It don't matter. They can't say shit. We about mm-hmm. to go to college. You know what I mean? So we about to head to this trip, man. You know, we had it all planned out for like a week or whatnot. I'm on the way to pick up uh, my homeboy to meet up with everybody else. And then my mom calls me on the mm-hmm. road. I ain't even, I I was still in the neighborhood. She's like, uh, are you sitting down? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm driving. Why? What's up? Are you going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm good. So Lance got shot. I'm just thinking, like, I'm, I'm in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm driving through a suburban neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Uh, you was on his way on your way to pick him up. Or? I wasn't on the way to pick him up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, he's 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 another friend. Uh, but I, she told me that, and what happened was, man, like some some idiots, man, they had came and tried to uh, some people he knew, mm-hmm. some niggas that we went to school with, had tried to stick up his house. What? Yes, and he was, you know, he. Somebody texted him. One of his uh, boys texted him. Like, yo, so-and-so coming through. Yo, like, get ready. Like, Mm -hmm. be ready, my nigga. So they pull up. He's fighting them off uh, outside so they don't get into the house. I think he was like a 15-year-old kid that actually did it at the time. Damn. Shot him point blank. Mm -hmm. You know, he was on top of him, just pulls out the gun. Point blank, man barely like he, it missed dude's spine by like i want to say eight centimeters sheesh yeah yeah so like you know we i got that call you know i'm like yo we we got to go to the hospital right now mm-hmm. pull up you know his family there we waiting i'm just nervous as hell and then you know finding out he's gonna be able to walk again you know mm-hmm. like that was just such a relief man because i'm just thinking like there's no way we should be dealing with this like i'm sitting here in the suburbs man you know we just graduated mm-hmm. you know everything's cool like this man just graduated high school and like he's going through this mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that shit hurt because i we we have been friends since elementary school you mm-hmm. know i grew up with this dude yeah you know what i mean so like that's so traumatizing bro and like around this time you know, my house is getting foreclosed and yeah, shit. Like, yeah. I'm dealing with a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And then that happens. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like, this should not be happening to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was more comfortable with it because so much shit that, quote, unquote, shouldn't have been happening to me was already happening. Yeah. You know, yeah. foreclosure on the home. Uh, uh, parents going through, you know, I ain't know where my dad was mm-hmm. for, like, half a year. You know what yeah. I mean? Shit like that. Like. Just crazy shit that you don't think of a suburban kid going through. Yeah. I'm dealing with, like, some heavy shit at the time. So uh, I definitely wanted to make sure I, – I, I don't even remember how I got the idea to write that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was just – I was I was probably sipping. I know I was sipping and smoking. Mm-hmm. And I was reflecting. So I yeah. literally wrote about that. And then that came into mind. And, um, yeah, man, it's just a – it's – 
it's my mom's favorite song for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like they're, they're close, you know, their family's close with ours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it feels good to have finally gotten that song out. Cause I, I've had that song in the vault for like a year now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's a big thing for yeah, you. To yeah. It's really, it, yeah. It's big for me, you know, like mm-hmm. that. I, I love it so much, man. Mm-hmm. Cause like, ah, just the, and like I played it for some of my coworkers, man, and it's like, yo, I could uh, see the story in my head. Yes, and I'm me too. Like, yo, I'm glad y'all did. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt good to know mm-hmm. that people could actually get a sense visually mm-hmm. of what I was going through mm-hmm. just from sound. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like the most. Still, like the most significant thing about hip hop in mm-hmm. general or the music is just. You know that relatability, um, and actually, just hearing you hear that um, say that story, it makes this line. Um, I think a part of your um, chorus or the hook, uh, as we get older, reflecting why we roll up, and that I mean, just hearing you say that, like, I didn't think that this should be happening to me or this mm-hmm. could happen to me. Like, kind of talking about like that, you know, reflecting on why we roll up. Um, so actually, okay, so you mentioned about um, just going to the hospital. And then this line, you say, told him in his ear. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this because I didn't hear the last part. So, told him in his ear, I'm glad you're here. Let's be clear. Don't you pull no demons. Don't you fear no demons. Uh There's a reason, as he shed a tear. Okay. What's this? Um, So, we we finally got into the room. Man, that shit was emotional. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just seeing him laying on that bed. Mm Mm-hmm so happy to see us mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm just like yo my nigga's alive wow like he survived a shot mm-hmm. point blank and it's going to be able to walk like it barely missed his spine i'm just like yo like i so before we left you know like i'm hugging his parents and talking to them and whatnot and before i left you know i just gave him a big old hug man i'm just like yo there's a reason why you're here man mm-hmm you got a story to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? You here for something. You have a purpose. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you survived this for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have a different point of view than many of us in, you know, many of your peers. You know what I mean? So, like, you have a different angle to take when you're trying to reach somebody. You know, you can reach people that we probably wouldn't be able to reach because mm-hmm. you've been through things that we haven't been through. You know, like, so just to be in that moment and actually see that, you know, it. I just wanted to remind him of that. You know, that was just the first thing I could think of. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you got something. Yeah. So, you know, live your life. Do your thing. Tell your story. Yeah. Tell your story. Share your message and heal the world, man. Yeah. Heal it. Yeah, man. It, it's a powerful moment for sure. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, just being in that moment, how was it for you? Because, I mean, was there any, I think that sometimes, like, even um, me, like, um, now I got no more homies from high school, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, going off to college, and then, like, do, I think this is when you graduated, right? Yep. So, graduating, and, you know, um, of course, you had shit going on back home. Mm-hmm. But even, go, even shit going on back home, like, you graduated, you know, you're, you're high off life right now. 
was there like any type of survivor's remorse? You know, this is you. You're enjoying all the fruits of your labor. Like this is what life gave to you. Now back at home, you know your homie got shot, foreclosure, um, mm-hmm. my parents going through anything. Like just like your mental. Like where mm-hmm. was you at? I wouldn't say survivor's remorse because, you know, I was just very thankful that he was alive and just mm-hmm. to know that he would be okay mm-hmm. was reassuring enough. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I definitely always made sure that I kept up with him because, like, I knew that, you know, he was back home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's my boy for life. Yeah. And I got to make sure I stay in touch. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't going to forget about him. You know what I mean? So, like. I definitely wanted to, you know, we, we made sure we stayed at any time I went back home, always going to go see him and mm-hmm. the fam, you know what I mean? Just because I got to keep that contact, you know what I mean? Like, I love that dude, yeah. you know what I mean? That's my brother for real, you know what I mean? So, um, I wouldn't say I had survivor's remorse, but, like, I, I always had him in the back of my mind, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, you know, he, he didn't go to college, you know, he went straight into the workforce, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, whole time like we in school struggling he making money you know what yeah. i mean so it's like you know and i'm just reminding him like he he would you know every now and then he'd be like damn like you know i see y'all in college y'all in school blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. but bro you're good like i just reminding him like nigga you have an income yeah you like fuck all that other shit man like you be proud yeah you know what i mean like you doing your thing. You are being very smart right now. Mm-hmm. You are saving bread. You are making bread. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody has a different path. And I just wanted to encourage him to appreciate it. You know, that's something that I always wanted to remind him of. You know, just be thankful for where you are and what you're doing. Because you have a different understanding. Like, you are getting all this stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. And then, like, years later like i'm in school struggling to pay bills and shit yeah you know what i mean i'm just like thinking like damn lance got a head start yeah <laughs> that's what you looking real. like yeah and like real shit like mm-hmm. and, and i respected that you mm-hmm. know like seeing him hustle i'm like yo i gotta get on my shit like yeah. i'm falling behind yo right, you know what right. i mean so yeah you know like it and it, you know you a lot of people Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who would look down on somebody in that situation. Mm-hmm. But he's just as smart as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like he was a, you know, he was an honor student and everything. Mm-hmm. He's, school just wasn't for. He didn't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. That was just him, and I respect that. Yeah. To know that and own it, and then go get your bread, mm-hmm. bro. That's some grown man shit for real. Yeah, you know, like he really had a strong, solid understanding of himself, and I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah, I yeah. want to really know me. You know what strong I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually dope the way the way you look at it because sometimes we, we do look back at you know I know for me you know you do look back at some of the people that didn't choose the route you did. Mm-hmm. And you know when you when you get up, you're like, yeah, like I mean, you feel like you're up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you're like, damn, I wish that like my homies was up like I am. Yeah, yeah. But just hearing how you describe your friend, um, your boy, your brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like you know he has a strong sense of himself. You're like he's good. You know what yes. I mean? Like I don't feel bad that you didn't choose the, the route that I did. Mm-mm. You know you good mm-hmm. regardless. So exactly. that's dope actually. Yeah, yeah. That's really dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm really loving this conversation, Me bro. Too, man. Me too. <laughs> oh man. Um, so actually, I want to give you a 
opportunity to talk to the listeners about your favorite song. Mm. Ooh. I knew I was going to get this question. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's so hard to pick, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I love Realize and Fly for the vibes, you mm-hmm. know, like that, that, that smooth, like that jazzy, that neo soul type of vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I love the, just the way that it plays out. Um, I fucking love Golden Child, cause like that. I do like that song too. Like I was just in my bag, yeah. yo. Like I'm just like <laughs> I'm in my bag on that thing, yo. Like the flows and everything, because like that was actually inspired by a written testimony mm-hmm. by oh. the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because like if you listen to it, like like that dreaminess, and then yeah. the 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 um I originally had Louis Farcon speaking on it too, mm-hmm. but um I cut it out just to save some uh space on the track. Mm-hmm. But you know, just talking about just throwing in those uh, those uh, those samples and stuff, just talking about some real shit, and then like it, it's an explanation of who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, he arose in the month of wisdom. I'm big on like supreme mathematics. Yeah, you know, the month of wisdom, February <laughs> on the wisdom cipher two zero. You know, yeah. it's like because like and I was, you know, I, I was, you know, I was listening because uh, Buster's album had just came out not too long before I wrote that, you know, and like Buster's a five percenter, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, so I'm looking into it, I'm like, oh, yo, this shit's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm listening like, yo, let me throw some numbers in there and shit. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, like, just like when I heard Jay-Z and Jay Electronica all throughout a written testimony, like that whole vibe, that mm-hmm. dreaminess, and then yeah. they just spitting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I want to do that too. Right. You know what I mean? So I love that. And then California, man. California is my baby too. Uh I wrote the I wrote the verse that uh my that's my cousin, uh Baby Liz. Mm-hmm. That's my cousin on Okay, it. okay. Yeah, yeah. She's she's from Cali, you know, mm-hmm. and I had originally wrote it I when I was writing it initially, I was like, I wanna I wanna write something that Frank Ocean was saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I want yeah. something that Frank Ocean was saying, like beat and everything. Mm-hmm. And, it was uh, giving me strawberry swing vibes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. And then uh, I had E hop on uh, my uh, my pro fight, man. My my guy. Uh, I had E hop on the second verse, man. He killed that shit, mm-hmm. bro. So like, just the like, I, I just love the vibes, you know, because like it's like that. It was originally supposed to be the last song, but then I made Golden Child. I was like, okay, yeah. you know, this has to top it off, but um. I, I love that song just because it was just so beautiful. Because that's the only song that I have features on, mm-hmm. you know. That and is, the, yeah. yeah, and like we're all in three different spots. I'm in the seven five E up in DC. Then my cousin two thousand miles away oh, in Cali. Uh huh. You know, what I mean, I'm just like the fact that none of us were ever together, mm-hmm. and we were able to come together on that record. And like hearing their vocals, cause I can't sing. Yeah, I ain't no singer. You know, I, I try a little bit. You know, yeah, they ain't yeah. me though. <laughs> I mean, but God, they too. Like it's such a beautiful piece, and just to know, I'm like, yo, I wrote this shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I wrote this. Like, look how yeah. they all came together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. Who would have thought? Me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Yeah, yeah, so you got a lot of favorites. <laughs> yeah, man, I just love the album as a whole, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to narrow down one favorite. Mm-hmm. I think if I had to pick favorites, it would really have to be in categories. Because, mm-hmm. like, that project is, because, like I, like, I poured my heart and soul out into every song. Did you? So, like, it, it, the whole project is just my baby, man. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. No. Love it. It's hard, to, you know. It's my child. You know, mm-hmm. you can't pick a favorite child. You can't. You know, I mean? you know yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I try to put you on this spot, but you know, <laughs> it ain't work. It ain't work this time. <laughs> I might have to be a little slippery next time. <laughs> yeah, but all right, bro. So I guess the last question I got for you, man, is um. So yeah, this this album. You know, you're giving us a journey of like it's very vulnerable. You're giving us a journey of basically your life, mm-hmm. struggle, struggle with mental health, um, just everything. Um, what if there's one advice that you could give to everybody that's listening and that identifies with your story, um, even if it's parts of your story? What what would that advice be? Because you've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Ideal guest for this, an ideal person to actually put out a project like this. Mm-hmm. So, man, just just be real, be authentic, be as raw as you possibly can. Because at the end of the day, there are so many people going through the same shit as you, mm-hmm. and people just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's such an unfortunate thing. Like, there's such a stigma on mental health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to acknowledge it. People want to downplay it. But the more people that we have being vulnerable, the less we have to worry about it because more people are going to understand and more people are going to be real about it. Just yes. stay true to stay true to your pain. Yo. Yeah. Your pain is a part of what made you. Yeah. And when you can acknowledge that and like really understand and process it instead of trying to block it off and lock it in a box in your soul, because mm-hmm. it's going to come out. You know, uh, one thing that I used to say all the time in high school, you know, uh, just everything with everything I was going through, it's like all my shit is like poison. Like it's it's suicide to Mm -hmm. not talk about things because you're harboring it. It's like swallowing poison. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas you could just spit it out. It's that simple. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like just be authentic. You don't got to like overshare or nothing. You don't got to be like walking around telling everybody all your business but mm-hmm. yo like just be real like don't be afraid to be who you are mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. you went through this for a reason somebody's going to be able to relate to it even if it's one person you saved one person's life yeah you know that is monumental in itself that's enough purpose right there exactly exactly that is enough person just purpose just one life man yeah you set yeah. You know, and if you can save two lives, mm-hmm. you know, three lives, mm-hmm. you know, then you start, you know what I mean? But if, even just that one, man, is just as important as the rest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just to hear some of the feedback that I've gotten so far has really been amazing, yo. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not even going to lie. I was afraid initially when I was getting ready to release it, mm-hmm. um, when I was working on it, mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, yo, I'm this is some raw shit. Like, yeah. Do I really want to talk about all this stuff? But then I thought, like, 
how would I feel if I was somebody that's looking for somebody to talk on these things? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, the way that people are able to relate to music, you know, like, there's certain songs, like, that I listen to and I tear up on because I'm like, yo, that's some real shit. I'm glad that they made this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm going to do that, too. I'm going to just yeah. be as authentic as I can, you know? So, I'm, I'm glad I did. I really am. Bro, I appreciate that album, I appreciate this conversation. Um, I it takes a lot of courage to do what you did twice now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you put the album out, and then you sat down, and you know we talking about we went a little in depth. You know, you told uh-huh. the story of it. So I mean, I appreciate that. We really do need a lot of people like you. You know what I mean? They just really just you sit down, like, hey, let's talk about it. You know, appreciate type of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know do. what I mean? We do. Yeah, you done dropped some fire <laughs> on this podcast. I can't wait till y'all hear this, man. Go ahead and plug yourself in right quick, man. Man, follow me on IG one dot Juno. Don't worry about the apostrophe in that because IG won't let you have it. Believe me, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh follow me on Twitter, J Lemain, J A Y L E M A G N E. But that might be changing soon because my identity has changed. You know, Jalen Main was like a high school thing, so mm-hmm. I'm starting to get rid of that shit. But um, yeah, definitely go listen to Intervision, um, Spotify, title. It will be out on everything else soon. Make sure y'all plug in, man, and feed your soul. Feed your soul. Feed your soul, and that's exactly what you you gave us with this album. Now, I really want everybody to go ahead and listen to it. I really do. I'm not just saying this because you're my boy. <laughs> that album was that just a fire dog, and I appreciate it, man. And I mean, it's it's unlike anything I've heard. To you know, Damn. it really Thank is. You. Thank you. You know, it, it's it's telling the story of of you, and I think I think it's very special to me, honestly, because you know, here I am walking around like, yeah, Jalen, I know him, I know mm-hmm. him. But then I listen to that, I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of people think they know me. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Like, this is me. This is, like, if you you see the 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 outward appearance, mm-hmm. but if you don't really know who I am on the inside, if you don't know what I've been through, then you really don't have a full understanding of who I am. So, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's just what I wanted to show because, like, during my depressive bouts and my experience with anxiety, like, I stopped going out. Mm-hmm. I ain't go socialize and I was just in the crib like where I said like what's up Jay how you doing where the hell you been yeah have you been eating like I like I there was I lost fifty pounds in like four months damn stopped eating mm-hmm. you know it was just Adderall yeah. and water mm-hmm. Adderall water and apples damn. you know just being yeah. doing some crazy shit you know what I mean and I was just like fuck it because I had hit like two hundred pounds at one point I'm like mm-hmm. okay. But then I, I was, like, obsessively, like, I'm checking my weight five times a day and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But um, I don't know why I just went on that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so used to being vulnerable. Now yeah, I'm just like, right, right. <laughs> now you just like, you know, just spilling yeah, everything. You know what I'm like, saying? But, like, for real, you know, like, the, so, like, I, I just wanted people to have a better understanding of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, I spent a lot of time not showing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is why you listen to the album you understand where i've been what my sentiment has been over the yeah. last couple of years so yeah yeah definitely yeah. man we we appreciate you man 
We really do for what you did with this. Um, Like I said, I want everybody to check this out. Um, Damn. (laughs) I'm going to reminisce over this conversation, man. I can't wait to put this out. Man, I can't wait to hear (laughs) Good conversation. Oh, man. But thanks for checking in, y'all. Of course. Thanks. Thank you for, you know, giving me the opportunity to go ahead and, you know, interview you for hey, y'all. Thank you, man. Rap and relax. Solid idea. Hey, Love it. Thank you, Love man. it, man. Thank you. I really hope we keep on growing so everyone can hear this story because this was special. And I want everyone to hear this album, too. Appreciate that, man. Well, it's been fun, y'all. Jalen, it's been fun. We're going to wrap up this. You know, just chill and whatnot. Y'all be easy. All right, y'all. One love. One love. Yes, sir.